Hey, good morning. Welcome to the Cone Phone. It's Sunday morning. Uh, it's 10 o'clock Pacific time. I'll be here for the next hour. Then at 12.30, the Warriors play, and we're all going to watch that, and we'll talk about that later because it's playoffs, and I like playoffs. Uh, but first, I want to take your calls for the next hour. <clears throat> John Lynch talks to the media tomorrow. It's going to be an interesting one. I'll post the whole thing. So if you want to talk about what he should be answering, we could talk about that. You want to talk about the draft, that's in... I mean, that'll be over a week from today. Done. The Niners will have 11 new players or something. <clears throat> we can talk about that. <clears throat> we can talk about quarterbacks. I'm always down to talk about Brock Purdy, Trey Lance, whatever. I think the, the thing with the Niners right now is they're looking like, leak your first, Phoenix your second. They're looking like, I think John Lynch is looking like they have a franchise quarterback in Brock Purdy. I feel like that is <clears throat> jumping the gun. It's great that they have Brock Purdy, but I think the way they should look at Brock Purdy is he's their backup quarterback until he proves more. It's great to have Brock Purdy. You have him under contract for three more years, but, I mean, is he not this team's Nick Foles? Nick Foles got hot. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl, and the Eagles were like, hey, man, thanks a lot. You did your job. You're still the backup. The Niners would have given Nick Foles a lifetime contract. So Brock Purdy, great story, got hot. You don't know what his future holds. He's still got a backup skill set. He's a good fit in the system. But your search for a free, uh, franchise quarterback is not over. And I think another thing, it, a franchise quarterback may not necessarily be on this roster. It could be none of the three. You got one guy who's a very good backup for this team. You got two guys who are complete unknowns. Well, actually, Sam Darnold's not an unknown. He sucks. The, Trey Lance is an unknown at best. So keep adding. Look at the draft. You got to keep looking at quarterbacks. All right, Leak, Phoenix, Karan, and John. Let's get into it. Leak, let's do it. What's going on, man? Man, uh, listen, I've been waiting all week to talk to you. As soon as okay. I seen Cone Phone, I set the notifications on. I was like, it's time to go. Hey, well, you batting gonna... lead off today, baby. <laughs> I was going to go in on Kyle, but we all know that Kyle ain't going to listen. He don't care. True. I feel like we're comfortable with being complacent. And it, it, it stems from him, but all the players are too. You hear the mm -hmm. quotes that Debo saying, oh, we don't need a quarterback. We don't need a quarterback. I'm like, if you didn't need a quarterback, you would have been won a Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. Stop it. Stop. Fred, Fred saying, I'd rather lose in the playoffs than be a losing team. That's a losing mentality. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all need to do better. At the end yeah. of the day, whether we got the quarterback or not, we need to do better. We're not being complacent. We're so comfortable with the fact that we're winning playoff games and no Super Bowls. We're like, ah, whatever, we'll get it next year. Your window's coming up. Kittle's 30. Trent Williams probably going to be 35. We're only getting older. And the window's getting closer and closer to just getting shut. Okay? And then back on the trade thing, I feel like our whole fan base has, like, given up on this kid. Yeah. And it's just like. He's 22. The man's 22. He's we lost knew. two games in his career. He's lost two starts in his career. <laughs> two. And we the crazy part is, bro, the whole entire fan base knew he was a project. How yeah, that was the book was on him. Why? And then you put him on the field to... and they're like, wait a second, he's a project. Get him out of here. It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That was the book and on then, him. And then it's like, you want him to be a quarterback, but then you run at him like Lamar Jackson. And we all know that's not his biggest skill set. But then the one game they let him be a quarterback against the Texans. He won. He go crazy. He, he go won. crazy. But then yeah. you, you, he averages 13 runs a game. He's yeah. never going to be <laughs> successful being a quarterback if you run him like 13 up the middle times 13 yeah. times a game and hope for the best. 
That's yeah. not the that's not the recipe of success. Yeah. And even if we got Lamar, and it, it, hold on, let me now you can get to Lamar. Whatever. Purdy didn't get that. When Purdy no. got in, he was playing Jimmy, bro. Quarterback. A quarterback. He's quarterback. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Like it's yeah. like we're giving up and we're falling for the flash in the pan. We did this with yeah. Jimmy in 2017. Yeah. He went yeah. on five straight and then yep. we gave him a hundred mil. Yep. What? And again, it was like, look at how good the offense is. 300 yards a game, statistically great. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, it's five games. Next season came back towards ACL. Yep. And wasn't the yep. same sense. And then choked the Super And Brock already I mean, got hurt. Brock towards UCL. And they're like, it doesn't matter. He's our guy. It's like, dude, wait a and second. That, and that's what's killing yeah. me. I'm like, yeah. he's a quarterback. And you're, you're, uh -huh. you're banking your whole franchise on his right arm that you got hurt in the championship right. game. That's and right. you're going to trade Trey Lance when he's perfectly healthy, been in the system for three years. That's right. And now you just want to give up on him because, oh, ah, we got Brock. Well, no, right. Brock don't play this year. You're going to put in yeah. Sam Donald hand, the man that's yeah. seeing ghosts against the Patriots? That's nah, right. I'm nah. not. Kyle, 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 John Lynch, Jed York, that yes man up there leading this franchise. Somebody got to have some accountability. Papa York, somebody. Eddie DeBartolo, like, Somebody got to come in and lead this ship because right now we got a general manager that wants to do one thing, a head yep. coach that wants to do his thing, but kind of listening to John Lynch. And then yep. they talking about Kirk Cousins. And I'm like, why are y'all yep. so comfortable with mediocre? Mediocre. Yeah. You pass yeah. up on Mahomes for Jimmy. You're probably yeah. going to pass up on Trey Lance on draft day, God forbid. If Trey Lance and Brandon you get traded, I don't even know what to do. You feel me? Because this is like, we got the players to be successful, but you give it away for draft picks for unknown commodities. But when you got an unknown commodity on your team that can play, you don't want to play him. Right. You got to make it make sense, bro. Because even if they go out and draft a quarterback or whatever, it's still an unproven commodity. Correct. Purdy, he's Correct. still unproven. Yes, Correct. he did have a couple good games. Clap it up. What are they, What is he going to do now when the defense is just? When the defense coordinators know that you're not going to throw to the right side of the field, you're going to throw to the That's middle right. and the right, left. That's right. So it's just like we we falling for this this hype, and it's just like we possibly. I'm not even going to jump and say he Mahomes, but the kid has the drive to be great. That's no not something you can teach. That's something no that is is in him. And yep. the fact that you're just going to give up on that, throw him to another team, and God forbid it's in the same conference. If he goes out there and balls, say for the Vikings, he go out there and ball and he put up crazy numbers. Kyle's getting fired. Period. Point no point. question. The, and real quick, real quick, real quick, fired. real quick. The reason that the Niners uh, dynasty went extended from the 80s to the 90s is because the Buccaneers made this mistake. They had Steve Young. Yep. He was 3-16 and 16 for them. Mm -hmm. They traded him for like a second and a fourth to the Niners, and they fucked up. And they can never live that down. Whoever did that, I mean, that's that's the number one thing on his football epitaph. Traded Steve Young for for nothing. And they're they're so, too they're too giddy to get rid of Trey Lance. Yeah, I'm like, there's no reason for you to want to get rid of a kid that this young that wants to improve. Because most kids would just ah oh, damn, they giving up on me. Fuck it, bro. I'm just gonna give up. Trey Lance is out here balling, ignoring all the noise. He's yep. focused on his craft as much as yep. yeah, he may not be perfect. He's work, he's striving to be good. He's yeah. not being complacent like everybody else on a team that ain't one of bowl. Every single yeah. one of y'all, if y'all listening, you don't have a ring on your finger. There's yeah. nothing on your finger to show for the success that you had. You had the best defense in the league, 17 points a game. Clap it up. You lost. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter no more. What are you going to do when shit hits also, the Also, you gave up 31 points in the NFC Championship game, 31. <laughs> hey, 
and and that falls on them. They could be mad. Yeah. They could feel any type of way about how we feel. But at the end of the day, we they can't blame money. Brock Purdy. They can't blame Brock Purdy for them giving up 31 points in the NFC Championship nope. game. Sure can't. And yeah, nope. Josh Johnson came in and looked like a scrub. But that's that falls on your head coach. He's the one that yep. signed him. So y'all want to be You could have had Cam us. Newton, Ben Roethlisberger, Philip. There were so many guys you could have called, and you called up Josh because he knew the system. Anybody. Good guy. And it's, and it's just like, you guys are just, you got to get better. And it, I know that Kyle comes to you for, for like, Kyle comes to the players for, like, approval on things. Y'all are part of the problem. Yeah. yeah. Y'all are part of the problem. Y'all were the yeah. reason why Jimmy stayed here for two extra years because you don't want to start over and lose. Right. And you still were losing with Jimmy. You right. didn't go to the NFC Championship because of Jimmy. You went because of Purdy came in, filled in a role, and played that perfectly. Yep. And then he, as soon as he got hurt, that little flash in the pan is over with. Yep. And I don't know if we're going to get that same player back because now his throwing arm is shot. Whether he was waving his hands at Oracle Park or whatever, it don't matter. He's not throwing I think it's going to take a while. If he ever comes back to what he was, it's going to take a year. He could be fizz- he could be cleared, but I don't yeah. think he's going to be throwing this year like he did last year. I think that's going to be down the line. And that just don't make sense for them to just push this. Oh, Trey Lance, Trey Lance. I know feeling costs cool or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Field to call, see what he's worth. But don't trade him. Because if you trade him, you're giving up on potentially a great quarterback for what? Sam Darnold? Because he's the only healthy quarterback on the on the team once Trey Lance gets traded. God or the me. opportunity to draft another quarterback that you won't develop and you won't give a chance to. And you you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like just you're just going to repeat yourself. Cycle. It's going to be yeah. the same cycle over and over again. They're chasing yeah. each other's ass. It's just like Kyle so far up his. He can't see what's right from wrong because he was he's putting the mindset was just like, oh, well, I can go get this newest cat. I can go get this. I can go. This, get so, here's how I look at it. I feel like still lose. Kyle, Kyle thinks he, he can he can get an endless string of quarterback. He can win with anyone. I think mm-hmm. John is over here saying, dude, I don't want to do this forever. I want to go be an announcer. I want to win this Super Bowl and, re- and leave. Can John's we pick a quarterback? Can we pick a quarterback? Right. John's but Kyle's on the other. But him. Kyle's on the other end. Kyle's on the other end, being like, "I can make it work with Sam Darnold." No, dude, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. can't. His passing no. game is terrible. Yeah. Even on Madden, if Madden knows your passing <laughs> game is terrible, your passing game is terrible, bro. Leak, I got to take gotta more better. calls, but you're killing it, man. You got anything else so, you want to finish up with? I'm just. Uh, they got to do better. The biggest thing is complacency. They're stuck with being mediocre. Not even mediocre. They're good, but they're stuck with being just good. They're not yeah. trying to take and they're that and next proud of it. Great, yes, and I'm just like you don't. And have it's a all win. about the quarterback too. They're like, you know what? We're a great story for a team that doesn't have a franchise quarterback. Like, you I don't want to hear that, that great. Yeah, you go would get be it. A Hall of Fame story. You would literally yeah. have three yeah. rings on your finger if you had a quarterback. On it's your a built-in team. excuse. It's a built-in excuse. And it's a terrible excuse, man. Yeah, you don't man. learn from it. But appreciate great you call, for Lee. having me on, man. Thank you, and I'm gonna tune in. Have a good day. All right, thanks, man. Later. That was a great call, Phoenix. You're up, then Karan, John, Papa Dragon. What's up, Phoenix? Phoenix, man, you got the worst internet, but let's see, I'll, hey, I'll see, what, we, can see what you, you got. Let's see what you got. Hey, yeah, go ahead. How about, how about this internet? Okay, so I predicted that, that the 49ers uh, would draft train lands. I'm going to make another bold prediction here, and I could be wrong, and I hope I am, but... There and nobody's gonna like this, but I honestly think that Kyle Shanahan's gonna pull off the stupidest thing ever. Or he's Trey Lance is gonna want to go back home to the Minnesota Vikings because that's that's his home and that's where his family is. He gets traded to the Minnesota Vikings 
they get Kirk Cousins or a pick or both, and he succeeds with the with the Vikings because they have Justin Jefferson, Kyle uh, Rudolph, a fantastic offensive line, maybe not the best defense, but a better co- coaching staff that's going to wait and and uh, and uh, just like help develop him. And th- and this is what's going to happen. He's going to go to the to the NFC Championship or somewhere in the play- playoffs. Beat the 49ers because he's as like a you know, part of my language, but as a fuck you, you okay, you okay, with a vengeance. And if that happens, and he and Trey Lance gets a ring with the Vikings or another team, I'm sorry, but the but the 49ers, it's they're going to get blown up. Everyone's going to get fired. I mean, everybody, Kyle Shanahan, uh, John Lynch, because it's like you had this dude, you had this guy and now, and you didn't know how to protect him. You didn't develop him. You didn't. And now he beat Patrick Mahomes. He did what you guys could not do. And you but you thought that you could do because you're, you know, you're arrogant pricks. The, the, I'm sorry, but the, these people. They, they, you know, they, uh, I'm so, I'm sorry, but they need to see a proctologist because they have their heads. Okay. So all right. 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 It's a little early on this Sunday to be getting so worked up, but I hear you. I hear you. There's frustration here, sorry. but um, it's okay. Phoenix, it's good to see you, man. Anything else you got? You you wanna you wanna say no, before like, we before we hey, look real quick? What I want to say about what you're saying is, I, I hear you. Minnesota is a scary place to send him because he could succeed in Minnesota. They have Justin Jefferson there. They have TJ Hawkinson. They have, there's a lot of weapons, and if they actually commit to him, he could succeed, and the Niners could look foolish. I'm with you on that. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just wanted to say say that because I mean, like, this is a that I hope uh, that I just you because know, Trey Lance is, is is a very great uh, guy. He wants to learn. He wants to succeed, and that that's why he came. For the 49ers, and I remember when he was being drafted, say this is the perfect situation for him. It actually guess was, not. wasn't. And, yeah, uh, I guess and not. I'm telling, you know, I'm telling everybody exactly what you're saying. It's like, and not because I, I agree with you or I watch it. It's like, dude, Brock Purdy is not going to ever be the same same guy after that that uh, shoulder injury. Not for at least another like two three years. And the 49ers are very impatient. They've been at this revenge tour for what five years, yoga or something like that. That's a and the and not one ring. That's disturbing. They get let go of of a Jim Harbaugh and get a ring. That's in the span of first four or five years. But you're giving Kyle Shanahan seven and you're making excuses for him. I'm saying I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's not. That's not how it's gonna work um but uh no i if i honestly think that uh that the 49ers coaching staff and the and the organization is hanging in the balance depending on how trayland succeeds if he stays on the 49ers and he succeeds then everybody keeps their job but if he goes to the minnesota vikings or someone someone else and succeeds there then everybody's gonna they're 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 gonna they're gonna lose their jobs. I'm sorry, and they should. Good call, Phoenix. Good call, Phoenix. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure to see you. Good stuff. Okay.
All right, take care. J Mad said, uh, J Mad says, when are we getting Botan? Botan. I got to reach out to him, man. I haven't heard from Botan in a minute. I would love to have him on the show. Karan. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you, man? Good, good. So, listen, do you think it's a coincidence that Brock Purdy went? The doctors, the team doctors looked at him when he was at the training facility this week or last week, and then all of a sudden, coincidentally, the Trey Lance rumors, they were fielding calls. Do you think, like, there's some optimism on their part or did he or do you think that it's just purely coincidental um i don't think it's coincidental but again i i look at this in a kind of a in a, a bit of a conspiracy theory way when you say like what the niners want to do my my theory is that the niners are not a united front and that you got john with an agenda and kyle with an agenda and I, the way i see it is john is really into brock and gung-ho to trade trey which is which is defensible and i think kyle is a little bit caught in the middle he's the one that wanted trey at the same time he probably likes brock too but i think the, the, all the you know fielding calls oh that's john you know like who is the one that's so gung-ho about and, and then not just fielding calls but like maybe leaking that you're feeling calls to, to ian rapaport like who's doing that I, I i'm guessing it's not kyle but i don't really know that's the way i look at it not necessarily united front here and from their point of view you know kyle can say jimmy was not what i wanted and Kyle, I mean, and John can go to Kyle. Well, Brock isn't what I wanted, right? And so, and they're Trey mind, isn't they're what I wanted. Or Trey, Trey isn't so what I wanted. Trey. Yeah. Trey's not what I so can't we compromise Kyle. on Brock? And Kyle's like, yeah, I mean, he's good. I like him, but, you know, is he really our franchise quarterback? And I think Brock, John's like, yes. And Kyle's like, and I'm with Kyle. Dude, this is, John gets a little excited because he won a Super Bowl with Brad Johnson and I think he feels, man, you just have to, a guy who can fit in the system and be carried by the team and like, I don't know that you can do that anymore. You did it 22 no. two years ago. No, I wanted to share something with you. You know, since 2000 to 2022, where do you think the 49ers rank in wins out of curiosity? So 22 years. I go like, what did Steve Young get injured? 1999, 1998, yeah. right? Yeah. So I go, yeah. I go post- Steve Young era, 2000 to 2022. What do you think they are? Pretty much in the middle. Oh, dead in the middle. They're like 16th and 17th. Their win percentage, okay. 48%. percent Now, okay. where so they're 48% win percentage. So they're a 500 club team, right? And so mm -hmm. where they are the outlier is the playoffs because they've made the mm. playoff eight times. And they always won, go deep. They've won 12 playoff games. Yeah, they always right? go deep. They're never so one and done. So in a business model, if you are like trending water, right? Because numbers don't lie, right? They are a 500 club essentially or 48% win percentage, but they do so well in the playoffs. Wouldn't you think getting to the playoffs would mean more or matter more to that franchise than winning a championship? Because consistency is something that you have lacked the last 22 years. Yeah, it's just sad that the 49ers have become that. Sad. Yeah, well, I got, so listen, I but I don't root for this team. I just cover it, no, so it's not my no, problem. No. So I, as a fan, I know a yeah. lot of people are like it's championship or bust, but there's something to be said that every year in November, in December, your team actually matters and it's actually going to make the playoffs. It's consistency that I think helped them in the '80s to get all these fans, and I think they're trying to replicate it. But to your point. You gotta win a couple. <laughs> you gotta win I'm, a few. I, uh, win what a few. is the what is the legacy of the early '90s Bills? And I know Marv Levy got in the Hall of Fame. That's ridiculous to me. What did you accomplish? I just don't understand what the ultimate legacy is of teams like that. 
so he got I, close. Well, he got close. And I think they're, they hang their hat on that no team will ever go four times again. Living in upstate New Niners York. didn't even do that. Niners no. didn't even do that. No, no, no. And, and so, they, they, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. Yeah. I, this, this Niner team reminds me a lot of the Donovan McNabb Eagle teams in the 2000s. If you remember, yeah. that team never really broke out, had one chance to go to the Super Bowl, blew it against uh, the Patriots, Patriots and yeah. they never really, they were never really the same after that. So, yeah. And Andy Reid was the it's coach, true. and he, he got better when he got Mahomes, the better quarterback. So That's true. Anyway. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. McNabb was so good, not great. I'm with you on that. He was he's not a Hall of Fame quarterback. He was no, good. not a Hall of Fame quarterback. No. 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 And, no. and his no. best season came when he had Terrell Owens. Whether he likes to believe it or not, Terrell Owens made him a lot of money as well. No question about it. They don't really get along, do they? No. No, they do not. Well, Terrell Owens never gives any credit to any teammate he's ever had. His whole story is everyone held me back. I was the greatest. Every, this coach held me back. This guy didn't believe me. He didn't throw me the ball. Like That's the one of the things I don't like about T.O. He's ultimate non-team player. <sighs> I wish Steve Young had stayed. Not it would Steve Young never got injured because I feel like there was one person that he did listen to, and you never Jerry heard a peep out of him. And Jerry, Jerry too. right? It's Those two. Steve Young. Yeah, I mean, when, when To was the number two wide receiver on that team, he was the greatest. He was devastating. But once he became To and the number one, I was like, man, man, like you're crushing Jeff Garcia, dude. He's actually really good. What are you doing? Yeah, you're crushing yeah. him. Yeah. yeah, and that's and you know what? I would rather have take the personality out. Tio than Randy Moss because Randy Tio never quit on the field like Randy Moss true, did. True, true, true. Tio right? was much better competitor than freaking Randy Moss, who would actually not run the routes that you were calling. Like, if there if, if there was a route they called you to run a square in, this they used to happen on the on the Raiders early in the season when they had the uh the infield dirt on, he wouldn't run on dirt and they wouldn't know. So he would call he would just run go routes. He would just run go routes. They're like, hold on, dude, we asked you to run a square in. He's like, nah, Randy doesn't run on dirt. And they're like, well, that would have been good information to know before we signed you to the Roakland. <laughs> anyway, I got to take Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, talk to you later. Great to see you, man. All right. Um, we got some great calls so far this morning. Papa Dragon, you are next. Hey, there he is. What's up? What's up, man? You. <clears throat> what would I ask John Lynch? I would say... <clears throat> John, off the record, because that's when I get the best answer. What's your thoughts on the Cabo click? Great question. Because, I mean, he, he played for Bill Walsh. He played for Tony Dungy. He played for John Gruden. Those guys wouldn't do that. They wouldn't be hanging out socially like they're friends with their players after the season. They wouldn't do that. No, no, no. no. That, that, that would be my first question. My second question is, how do you think that impacts the non-cabo click yeah in the locker room yeah yep yep you know because ultimately you know that is just not a success that's not a winning formula success and what i mean by that are they winning yes they're winning with bully ball but they also bully themselves they're always injured the injury rate in Correct. the league yeah you know what i mean so ultimately i had thought that Jet York had grown a little bit, and maybe he has mm -hmm. grown a little bit. But the cob, the the the, the Cabo click thing's a big red flag, Jed. Papa, I got a question for you. Yeah. How does one join the Cabo click in your? And what what are the criteria to join that click? What do you got to do? I, I I I don't know because 
if you think that Shanahan is absolutely free and clear of the situation, like, oh, that's the Jed thing, I think you're wrong. I think every one of those guys that goes to the Kyle situation is a friend of Kyle Shanahan. Agree. You have to be a friend of Kyle Shanahan. One, you got to be friends with the coach. Two, you got to be rich. You got to be able to afford going to Cabo and staying at a really nice resort for a week and paying for it all yourself. And if you're on your first contract, chances are your money manager is going to say, don't do that. You can't afford that. You haven't made enough money. You haven't gotten your second contract. Don't go. Whereas someone like Debo, McCaffrey, all those guys that have gotten paid, and maybe they feel indebted to Kyle because, you know, Kyle calls the plays. I mean, would Kittle be a multi, multi, multi millionaire right now if it weren't for Kyle Shanahan? Christian McCaffrey, yes. Trent Williams, yes. Kittle, use check. It's situational. I mean, Kittle's got elite athletic ability. But I think he's another story. I I really think that he's getting towards the end because he can – he has such a hard time keeping weight on right now. So right, I, he's got some I, le- he's got some wide receiver legs at this point. I know, I know. Yeah, and, and he's trying to he's still trying to play like he did back in the day. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, I believe that it's it's guys who are, are friends with Kyle Shanahan, and there's like this a bit of elitism. Either you're elite at your position, or you're elitely paid. Whatever the case is, it's like it's like them saying, "Hey, you could be this too if you would just you know do your thing, get paid, stay with the team like Kyle." No, that kind of stuff. And that doesn't sound like Brandon Ayuk. <laughs> also, like, it, it, it's like it feels like you're celebrating, and you're celebrating with a, a particular portion of the team. It's almost like, look, yes. the team lost, but we're the best portion of the team. And they, the other, por- you know, Brock Purdy, other guys let us down, you know, uh, Tyler Croft, guys not here. But us six, we're successes. And so we are celebrating another successful year of our Hall of Fame careers. It's like, Really? That's a strange culture to create. It's a really strange culture because the engine that moves this car is the defense. Yep. You know, and Nick where's Bosa the defense in Cabo? Where's it? And Nick Bosa's not there. Is Bosa there? No. No. Nope. Nope. Huh. Is Traverius Ward there? Mm-mm. No. Is Eric Armstead there? Mm. No. Dre Greenlaw, he was there. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. It's weird. I, I know. Yeah. Damn, huh. Eric didn't move the car, so it's like yeah. without this defense, let's just be frank, without this defense, this would not be a competitive team. It wouldn't be. The offense doesn't get get its, its stuff together until November. I know. Every Late year. October. I, Halloween. I tell people that. I tell yeah. people that Kyle doesn't want to get anyone injured, so he runs club club training camp. Yep. Right? Everything club training light, camp. Light, yeah. light, right? yep, yep, yep. And then for them preseason. No one plays in preseason. Up. Yep. yep. No one plays no in preseason. So preseason September. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <clears throat> I had my Titans hat on. We got disconnected last time. I just wanted to tell you from the Nashville perspective that nobody wants Trey Lance here. I don't think anyone wants Trey Lance in the league. If the Niners are giving up on him after four starts, what team is like, oh yeah, we want that. The Niners don't know what they're looking at. Kyle's an idiot. Let me get that. Who? Which team? I don't Dude, see it. I, I was in physical therapy. And around a bunch of dudes getting physical therapy. And then the whole concept of quarterbacks came up. And, of course, I was like, well, what do you guys think about Trey Lance? And the first word out of somebody's mouth was bum. That was the first Is word. that not the perception that the Niners have created for this kid? They have created that perception. Yes, they have. They have. The kid and yes. turned into a bum to the yeah. outside world. And now they're trying to get field trade offers. Like, what do you think you're going to get? You created this problem. You torpedoed his stock, and now you want to sell? Good job. 
genius. The irony is, is that the two teams that have contacted the 49ers, one was the Colts, who have the uh, who have the guy who coached Jalen Hurts. The guy I said the Niners should fire Kyle Shanahan and hire, Shane Steichen. I wanted that guy, but now he's in Indianapolis. And everyone's like, oh, he'd be a perfect fit for Trey Lance. Yeah! Uh-huh. Exactly. 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 That's why I wanted him. No, I I, 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 <laughs> I, I, I see that. I see that. Connection. Yeah. You were absolutely spot on. He was on my list of coaches to replace Kyle Shanahan. Because people say, well, who are you going to get? Who, who are you going to get? That guy! Off five names. Here you go. Five names. Yeah, that guy. Yeah, he's from Sacramento. He he from he's from Sacramento. He runs the kind of offense that would be perfect for Trey Lance. It was anyway. Well, we all notice. I mean, most of us will not deny that that was just really just franchise malpractice trading yeah. all those picks for a project and then playing them the way they played them. They didn't even play him like he played at North North Dakota State. They played him like he was Ohio State or something. I don't know. Remember the one play we went in preseason when he booted to the left. Booted to the right and threw it left for a bomb for a touchdown. He's yeah, like literally 14 yards behind the line of scrimmage where no one can touch him. We never saw that play again. Real quick, real my, my thing that was I was most intrigued about with Trey Lance was his ability to to uh, move on play action. How you yeah. can move the pocket left and right on play action. They don't do that with him very much, and when they do, it's a touchdown. Brock Purdy can do it very well, too. He's very good on the boots, but when it's time to throw, he can't push it down the field because he has no arm. Trey can push it down the field. They, how many times have they called those for him? And it, when they call it, it works. Practice games, it works. I think Niners fans, you and I both understand that the, the Yorks and the 49ers brass operate a business. And a business is based on what products um, people will buy and are interested mm -hmm. in. And right now, mm -hmm. that product is Brock Purdy. He got a standing ovation at the Giants game the other day. Yeah, Brock Purdy. He's the people's choice. He is the jerseys that's going to sell like crazy this year. Bobbleheads, jerseys, all that. All that. He Cash register. Product. And I He's free money because they're not even paying him. Sorry to cut you off. No, no, you're absolutely yeah. right. I'm yeah. saying that this part of it is football, but also part of it is business. Business. And what we're doing right now, trying to unload trades, they're trying to avoid the quarterback controversy. They're trying to right. ride this Brock thing as long as they can ride right. it. Because right, right now, to them, it's successful on both sides of the board. And Ted's on board with it. He's totally yep. on board with it. Right? And one day, you keep it up, kid, you may just join a Cabo click. Yeah. They're saying you, it to him. Absolutely. We might give you that. Yep, that's right. That's but right. with no offensive line, I still think all bets are off. That that right side is still a bit shaky, you know. People sit there and say, "Oh, if, if Brock would have stayed in the game, they, they probably would have won." I'm like, "No, they got they lost two quarterbacks." So the yeah, if Brock would have stayed in the game, he would have got hit again and again and again and again. The plan was flawed. And again, he would got, got hit. And again, what, 21, 25 and again. times and again, easy. And again, um, so it, it, over it, the, and the, over. The plan was flawed. The plan yeah. was flawed. Their concept of winning is flawed because, again, we're about to pay what you know, they're going to pay Nick Bosa 31, 32 million dollars a year. And guess what? He's going to get held in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Also, I want to say something. When they were in the Super Bowl and, and it was the fourth quarter, their offensive line blocked no one. When they were in the NFC Championship against the Rams in the fourth quarter, their offensive line blocked no one. When they were in the NFC Championship against the Eagles the entire game, their offensive line blocked no one. No one. It's not exactly. so. When's that going to change? I don't know, but I tell you one thing would, would look bad. If Jimmy G gets through the whole season without catching a sexual transmitted disease and without getting injured, if he can do that, 
It's going to look bad for the 49ers. You're done. Thank you very much, man. That was great. Love to see you, man. Have a good one. All right, man. He just came out of nowhere with that one. Jimmy, I'm sorry. Sue him, not me. Rocky, are you ready? You just got to press the little uh, thing. There you go. Hey, how's it going? What's up, man? How you doing? Good, man. I'm, I just wanted to say real quick, uh, so proud of this channel and you, man. I've been uh, following you for a really long time. And, uh, Thank I'm, you. I'm pumped, dude. You're doing great. Appreciate it, man. Uh, Thank you very much. No problem, dude. Uh, but uh, what I wanted to say, um, can you imagine what – would have happened if we would have spent those three first round picks to invest in the team with Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> I I don't want to say I was a trade stand. I kind of still am. Um, but could you imagine Parsons on this team? Could you imagine? <laughs> I was I was on the phone with Vish yesterday, and we were talking like I think it's fair to say that trading up to three was a mistake. Once they got to three, they took the guy I would have taken. But trading up to three. I don't think there was a right answer once they got there. Your choice was the kid from North Dakota State who's played one year or the Ohio State quarterback or not a quarterback. Like, those are terrible choices in retrospect. Yeah. And you did it all during a pandemic with no combine and you didn't really know any of these guys. Like, that was the mistake. Not necessarily who they took. Just the yeah. aggressive move. And it felt emotional. Almost like Jimmy was hurt and I'm mad and like... We don't want to fuck with Jimmy anymore. That's what it was. And exactly all that. But they needed to replace Jimmy, but not like that. Not like that. Not like that. Not send him out of town on a rail, basically. (laughs) You know, and what for what he did for this organization, for where they were at, for what he did for Kyle and for John, saving both their asses and their jobs, basically. Come on, dude. Like the way you sent him out was pretty heinous in my mind. And then, you know, the biggest thing, this is what, you know, for, to answer your question. But, I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see from the Niners' perspective. I think their perspective was kind of what the Patriots f- players' perspective was. Like, dude, yeah, you get hurt and it's not your fault, but, like, you don't come back that quickly. And, like, you know, there was 2020 yeah. where he missed 10 games with a high ankle sprain, and then there was this year where there was words like, hey, he might come back. And I think that's why they didn't sign Roethlisberger. They signed Josh Johnson. I think they were hoping he would want to. And I think they felt like he let him on and didn't play, which – I'm actually on his side on that, like he shouldn't have played, but I think that's the, they felt, and I think Martellus Bennett feels like this guy doesn't push hard enough to play, and he's the franchise quarterback, we need you out there more. I think that's kind of, like, you can't that's rely like on you, That's the mentality in the NFL, though. This isn't the NBA, yeah. you know what I mean? You can't yeah. be Kawhi Leonard in, right. in the NFL. We're and he's, he's got a little Kawhi in him. Getting, he's got a little Kawhi to him, Jimmy Garoppolo. <laughs> yes, he does. And <laughs> I think that, that was their problem. Yep, yep, yeah, yep, that's, yep, not the, yep. that's not the culture yeah. and and then yeah. here's here's what i want to ask john lynch is what the fuck how can you do that to, to you what your fans like we trusted you like the big thing was when we when you traded those three first round picks i trusted the 49ers i was like look at the, all the development they've done right. look at all these players they so it, it feels like a risky move but the niners are doing it and if they, you know he's gonna do it yeah them. they have you know a plan and they're yeah. and they're smart and they have a, so sure and then all of a sudden to just abort the plan after not even really starting it it's like wait a second you let us on for two years yeah yeah those aren't your fucking picks i'm sorry i'm getting a little emotional yeah these aren't those aren't your picks dude those are the 49 picks that's true francisco's picks dude true like what are you doing like after those picks will keep coming after you're gone like that's a fact right those those don't belong to you dude like at the end of the day when you make an investment like that you got to fucking see that through and they didn't give them a chance dude like they didn't even let him throw the ball, man. Like, like it's it, what it must say something terrible about Trey. You know, I live in Denver currently, and Paxton Lynch was the big thing. You know, here right. when they drafted him and he right. blew it, and then they said that his thing was he was on the Xbox twenty four seven, wouldn't get off the damn Xbox. You know, okay. and okay, and was like a Madden superhero or something. 
And okay. you know, he's better at Madden than he was at, at football. He was better at, yeah. at virtual football than actual football. That's he's great. like, I'm a yeah. fucking great NFLer because you know I, I'm awesome at Madden. If you guys saw my oh Madden wow profile, okay. You know? But anyway, is that wow. the problem with Trey? I know you kind of have a little bit more inside. Haven't heard knowledge. that. Haven't, haven't heard, heard that. Then what, I think they felt you... that he partied a little bit last off season. Maybe they felt he was doing too much of that. He was 21, 20, 21, maybe twenty two. Yeah. Um, he and he's you know, he, he went from like little, little small town uh, Minnesota or whatever to the Bay, and there were you know was that video of him like making it rain. I think probably was a young man who made a couple young man mistakes, and then now you got Brock Purdy, who's a squeaky clean, super religious guy who probably would never do anything like that. And that's like who that. John Lynch is. John, yeah. that's who John Lynch is. Squeaky clean, Catholic, hardcore, and and you know yeah exactly. And yeah, like so I'm that, not saying that that's yeah. a bad thing. Thank you, like for your, yeah. you know, what you've done for sure. this organization. You've done a great job. And, sure. But you need to not see that shit with your, uh, with your yeah. emotion, because again, yeah. like your culture will be gone one day, and this team will yeah. still be here. That's right. That's right. You know what I mean? That's a good point. Connecting it to Lynch. Yeah, absolutely. I can see Lynch being totally turned off by that, dude. Yeah. We're handing like, you the Whoa. team. We're getting rid of Jimmy Garoppolo, and this is what you do. I can see him being turned off by that. Yeah. Because Peyton Manning too. would never do that, right? He would never do that. Right. Or right. yeah. But, but Peyton hey, look, I'm not saying Trey Lance is a franchise quarterback. I don't know. Maybe he's not. But again, like I don't think you can just send him away after a few bad practices, an injury, and a and a, and a party. Like, wait a second, man. You he's 22 still. You gotta you gotta because here's the thing. It's not a but. It's not the worst trade of all time yet. But once you trade him for a third round pick, it's done. It's over. He's off your team. It's officially the worst trade ever. Those first three, those three yeah. first round picks. It's officially a bust. It's official. It's officially incompetence. It's not official it's a, yet. It's already. It's already kind of is because first round picks play, bro. You you trade three of those bad boys. You should. You need to play. You it, maybe you, that's the thing. You need to play him right away. I've ne- who who trades bro, up for the third pick who? and says I'm going to sit him for a year. You can't three, do that. Picks, you can't do that. Three picks and he's not. Yeah. Playing. He's got to play. In retrospect, he should have stayed in school. I don't yeah. understand what his, – his, his, it ruined his career because he wasn't ready. He went to a team that was poor for him, and now he'd be in a much better position if he stayed in school. Yeah. And here's know. the thing, dude. You lose a game uh, in Chicago, and then you go out and you're doing that party and then throwing money at strippers or whatever that night. That's probably – I don't know that that's what happened. I don't know that that's what happened. Made. But the way that it came out made it seem like that's what happened. Like he lost, and then I don't. It seemed like more like that was a video that happened from the summer that got leaked at the wrong okay. time. But I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that was bad. And honestly, I was getting. I haven't released them, but I was getting pictures sent, DM to me I've heard you all summer, that. being like, "Hey, man, this is your quarterback." And it, it wasn't doing anything bad. It was just here he is at a party in Mexico. Here he is, and it's like, dude, he's like, twenty one. He needed to do yeah, exactly, exactly. But it's like, man, like That's, you're the franchise that. quarterback of the Niners. Uh, you yeah, got to be discreet. Like Jimmy's discreet. I'm sure Jimmy yeah, does. No you know whatever he wants to do. I was out there acting a fool. You know what I mean? But you're yeah. Trey Lance. You know, like right, right. Do that, and you know. haven't won yet, and it's controversial yeah, yeah, that you're getting they're taking this guy's job, right? A lot of people feel you're just you got to hand it to you, and so you got to be above board and look at Brock. He's doing all, doing everything right. <laughs> Waving. What a wave. Man, I hope he does great. I mean, I, I Me actually, too. you know, I love the kid. You know, he's a yeah. young man too. I think, you know, I'd be proud for him to represent my organization, our organization, you know, but um, man, it's just the way that they blew it with Trey, dude, it's just disappointing, man. Like I, it kind of I just don't understand it going all in with Brock. It's like, you got him. Don't make another he trade might be like a starter. That, Kyle Johnson, yeah. don't make another trade like that, dude. What are you because, doing? Like, no, you, don't. Come on. Don't, don't do it again. Out. Because that's, you, you ruined that. <laughs> you ruined but. it. You ruined it. All right, man. Good call. Thank you, Rocky. Call's been very strong today. Very strong. We got Niner Gang, John Leon, and Marcus. And then that's it.
Niner Gang, what's up? What's going on, Grant? How you doing today? I'm good, man. How you doing? Oh, uh, you know, another beautiful Sunday. You gonna be at the? You going to the draft stuff this week coming up? Absolutely, believe man. it. Absolutely, yeah. Let's ask John Lynch. Let's make a rule. Can we see 24 starts from a quarterback minimum before we try to throw a bag at him, give up the whole world for him? 24. I mean, even that's light. Yeah. I, I, I'm just I'm it's like a season and a half. To, I'm trying to meet him halfway. You know, I'm with you guys three seasons. Yeah. I'm all bored, all on that. But man, this dude, they're so aggressive, and I'm just at a point, man. I don't care who it is, Brock or Trey. I want bet great for both of them. You know. Yeah, I mean, but Jalen Hurts has started 34, and you, you don't, for, don't forget, like Brock Purdy. You know, he might not play much this year. He might take a while to come back and find his form. Then next year. If he bounces back, plays well, wins and goes to the playoffs, after that, he's eligible for an extension. So this is something that could creep up on the Niners quicker than they think. I think it's uh, – I don't think Brock's going to – I think he's kind of hit his ceiling, man. He's going to have a rough year coming back. I just don't see it. I don't see uh, I don't see him being out there, being able to really do a whole, whole lot more than what he did. We're getting older. You know, all these other teams have a lot more tape on him now. They're going to have time to study him. He's coming back from an injury. What quarterback has come back from a serious injury and been successful? Trey's going to probably do the same thing. He's coming back off a serious injury too. We're, mm-hmm. we're, in for a, we're in for a rough season. I'm not so sure about this quarterback room, man. Like, what is oh, Trey? No. What is not Brock? What is Darnold? Honestly, man, like, those are three guys that you're essentially trying to fix. One guy blew out his arm. One guy blew out his ankle. One guy has no confidence and is a walking disaster. Those are your three quarterbacks. Oh, no. I mean, their best bet. Scary. Their best bet would be go try and get DTR. I mean, honestly, the franchise quarterback might not be on this team. I I could not agree with you more. I mean, these both of these quarterbacks, the two Brock and Trey are coming back from serious injuries. There hasn't been a quarterback that has come back from a following the following season from an injury that has had a positive season. That they, they just don't. It just doesn't work that way. I mean, can you tell me one? I can't think off the top of my head, but I I trust you. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, I, and I could be wrong. I'm mean, I don't know for 100, percent but I'm like 90 percent sure. And uh, and Sam Darnold. I mean, come on, five seven seasons, whatever he's been in the league, you know what I mean? And you're still hopping around from here to there. You're competing with two rookies, essentially. Come on. That that should say it right there, you know? But, um, yeah, I, I don't like it. I think if they're going to do anything, man, that they, they think they got a window, which I really don't believe we're in a window, to be honest with you. I mean, we got offensive line issues. We got court, cornerback issues, free safety issues. I mean, we got issues all across the board. We have no depth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean the end. The ends are just no depth there. We don't know what's going to come of the right tackle. You're talking about guys coming back. Dak had a similar injury. He came back and he had a decent year in 2021. But to me, he's just not. He's slow now. He can't run oh, very much anymore. Hundred percent. I mean, he used to be much more of a rushing threat. Now, I mean, he runs like not very much, not very well. I don't know. I mean, like he he's still a he's still a good quarterback. Like, he can throw from the pocket, but he also throws a ton of picks. Like I. Feel like he's not as confident as he used to be, and he's not as mobile as he used to be. Dak, I I feel like Dak tries to push it too much. I felt like if he just relaxed a little bit and let the team help him, and not try to put the whole team on his shoulders every single play, 
You know, he, I just feel like he tries to do too much, you know, like Jimmy would do. Jimmy would try to do too much instead of taking the, you know, throw the ball away, throw the ball dirty. You know, they're trying to make something happen. They throw a pick and it's always in a critical moment. You know, you live to see another play. You turn the ball over. It's game time, you know, and usually you have two turnovers in a game. That's usually cost you the game. There's very few quarterbacks that overcome that, you know, and that's right. Yeah. And I mean, Patrick Mahomes working out with Trey Lance. To me, that just says that Trey Lance is just extremely eager to get better. But we don't know. Nobody's going to know. Brock Purdy, I'm, I would imagine, is going to do the same thing, going to find the best that he could find, try to come back, make that arm work. But is he is he going to come back too soon? Did if you we see don't... that third quarterback that was working out with Trey and uh, Patrick Mahomes? I did, did not. I did, did not. Was? Uh-uh. He, uh, he had a big fro, too. He had a UCLA shirt on. He's a true freshman named Dante Moore, who's mm-hmm. a big-time recruit. I do this dude is 18. I bet you he's better right now than all the quarterbacks on the Niners. Dante Moore. I'm ex- but I'm a UCLA fan. I'm a homer, so we'll have to see. But uh, Chip Kelly recruiting. I'm a big Chip Kelly guy, too. No, I'm just kidding. He was terrible with the Niners. He was so bad. Yes, yes, yes. I agree. I agree. He put up like 39 points a game, though, last year at UCLA. That's how I felt. I, I was so excited I don't to watch- for Chip. I don't get to watch a whole lot of college ball, man. I got a bunch of kids, man. His defense is crap. Yeah. That's what you need to know about. Still awful. The worst. Yes. <laughs> Come on, Chip. Yeah. Love it. As bad Real as quick, man, yeah. I'm going to let you go, Grant, because I know you got more people waiting. Golden State, what you think is going to happen today? We're going to tie it up today? I think so. I think so. I think so. You think Dude, the Kings learn? never even competed in the last game. I, it's, I think it's going to be key for the Warriors. The key for the Warriors in this game is to not play Draymond, to play Draymond and Looney together as little as possible. As little as possible because having Wiggins at the four in the last game, I felt like opened up the entire offense. And I don't think, I think their defense has been fine in this series, but their offense was struggling. All those turnovers in, in game two, the spacing's an issue. Once you get Draymond off or Looney off and you have four shooters, it's just so much easier. So I think that's key for them. I think so too. I think they're going to so pull too. it out. And I think ultimately they're going to come on top and, I think I think, so. I think they're gonna ride it all the way out, man. I really do. So we'll good to see you, out. man. Grant, always great a pleasure. To see you. Thanks for taking my call. Have a great day, buddy. Of course, you too, man. Jorge Luis Sotelo says greetings from the three L five. Going to Mexico City in a couple of days. Any restaurant wrecks? Go Brock Lance. Any restaurant wrecks? Man, I didn't really go to any fine restaurants. Um, I went to a bunch of taco places. There's supposed to be a restaurant that's Michelin rated called Pujol, like P U J O L. Pujol. It's supposed to be like the best restaurant in Mexico City. I've never, I didn't go because I wanted to go back with my wife at some point, but then we haven't gone. But yeah, that's supposed to be the one. That's the one. Pujol. Just a sec. Now we got John and Marcus. John. What's up? What's up? Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Good. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want a quick rant on the Trey Lance trade possibility, but I, Wanted to just throw a quick thing out, you know, because I know you're an East Bay guy. Um, just kind of say a RIP to the uh, Oakland Coliseum and the Oakland Coliseum Arena. I don't know yeah. a lot of people realize the history in the 70s, 80s, and 90s, but uh, a lot of us that grew up and went there, so many concerts, so many sporting events. Um, I met Al Adels when I was a little kid in the Coliseum Arena. Um, it just The history there is massive. For a lot of us that grew up in the Bay, so I just wanted to throw a quick. Uh, it's such a fun place to watch a game. Such yeah, a fun place to that, watch a game. Yeah. The, the end of an era over there, man. I remember riding the Bart and rolling up. You know, it rolls up right there, and always yeah. super excited. Whether it was because like 
every stadium like today is catered towards the richest people, right? It's all super nice and you have to have money. It's super expensive. Yeah. The Oakland air, the Oakland, uh, you know, Coliseum is, was for everyone. Dude, the, it, the bleachers easily accessible. Kids. Yeah. I sat there with all the poor people eating those nachos with jalapenos. I remember watching Ricky Henderson and, the early eighties when he was getting the stolen base record and it was nothing, you know, we were poor when we were kids and, uh, you know, Wednesdays, I think you have, they're like $4 tickets. They were dollar yeah. Wednesdays. No, no, there were dollar Wednesdays, dollar tickets, dollar hot dogs. You would have the entire Bishop, they would, like, the entire high school would be, you know, yeah. and, and you, you sit in those, in those upper deck seats. They're like a mile away from home plate. It was like kind of being in an A's game. Almost. You could sort of, you can see it. Honest, man. Everybody they were fun. Their feet. Yeah, those crappy bench seats. And uh, it was fun, man. It was just it was fun. memories all the day on the green concert. And they were a legit franchise in the 80s. They, they, they actually spent, they had great yep. teams, great players. They, weren't, they didn't turn into Moneyball until the 2000s. Yeah, you had run TMC Warriors too, which a lot of people yep. think about. I mean, they didn't yep. win a championship. And the We Believe team. Yeah, those were fun times, man. I oh, let's talk Niners. But yeah, quick, uh, quick rant on Trey. So, what I want to say is this, you know, as you know, the Yorks, John and Jetty, they care about one thing. They care about optics more than winning. They care about optics and marketability. You you heard it in Parag's, uh, you know, lemonade comments, right? I mean, <clears throat> I think what you have here with Trey is kind of a double-edged sword and, and Lynch being somewhere in the middle of it in the sense of this. I think that that there's a certain portion of this wine and cheese fan base. I grew up around it. I grew up in Sonoma County. Just a certain portion, not everybody, not the blue collar fans that are on, you know, talking to you and stuff, but mm -hmm. spend a lot of the money. Mm -hmm. I think there is a certain portion that are stuck in the past that want their franchise quarterback to look a like way. young Joe Montana. They yeah. want a guy that looks like them. And they definitely don't want him to look like Colin Kaepernick. No. They, there no. was a backlash on him back then, too, I remember. and Tattoos? Oh, my God. Yeah, Brock Brock Purdy comes along, and is there anyone more marketable? He looks great. He's a nice kid. Everybody's in love with him. So from an optic he looks fifteen years old. I mean, he's very yes. I mean, he's very marketable to the every man. He looks like your child. He looks like your son, your yeah, friend. Yeah, this going well. A certain portion of our fan base, if Trey Lance does blow up, you know, do we want a you know, you know, this, this kind of a quarterback? Yeah. Kind of Lance, right? He's the perfect yeah. face. PM. He's yeah. a guy. True. Oh, then you go over to Shanahan. Anything he does with Brock, he's going to look like a genius because he's the last Correct. in the draft. So for Shanahan's ego, he's perfect. That's why Brady and A Rod will never come because right. I think also Mike, you talk about Mike a lot the last few weeks. I think we don't talk about him enough. I think the reason Brady never came is because Mike is tied to Elway and he's got a, the Shanahan's have a complex. They don't want to be just like that asterisk next to their championship. Like, oh, well, if you bring Brady, it's just going to be like, it's because Brady came. So Correct. I think there's a little bit of that too. So I think for Kyle's ego, Brock also really fits the mold. So you've got this mixture of optics. There's other things. And if Jed's not going to hold anyone accountable for, for uh, Trey Lance, then why not pivot to Brock? Yeah. If he doesn't care, just move on. Yeah. So the Yorks are probably on board with trading him. Kyle's not fully again. I think that Kyle was on board with Trey, but I think that now that Brock did what he did last year, and I'm not saying, you know, look, Brock it takes the pressure off. Like yeah, you can, you could just good stuff. Yeah. And I, I do think he could potentially be great, but I just think the reasons they're trading Trey, those are a couple of factors that don't get talked about enough that I think are on the table. 
And I do think it was funny. Like when they almost drafted Mac Jones, I feel like like a lot of Niner fans, like the blue collar ones flipped out. They're like, we're not, I don't want a quarterback like this. I don't want another white statue. I think that's how a lot of fans felt. And so the Niners went the other direction. And then the, uh, the silent majority, uh, the the wine and cheese were like, Hey, wait a second. This is not to my taste. That's it. This is not to my taste. I mean, I hate to say it, but you know, I'm not prejudiced. It's just not to my taste. Yes, that's yes. a good way of looking at it. Yeah, yeah. it's a very yeah. smug kind of. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's not the way he looks. It's the way he plays. Like, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, uh huh. Right. Yeah. It's like it's like sure. the versus Oakland. You know, it's just. Yep. 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 Up in both cities, I spent a lot of time in both cities, and uh, I just think you've got a real kind of torn fan base. But the ones that spend the most money are the ones the Yorks care about the most. Let's face facts. It's business at the end of the day. They care about optics more than championships. They've been very abundantly clear and basically saying that without coming out and saying it. So I think what we have is kind of, and it's going to be interesting to see because I think they probably will end up trading him, if not this year, next year. It'll be interesting to see if Trey ends up balling out. It's just going to be fascinating to watch how that domino effect of that happens. True. Real quick, you're seeing it already, but the Niners can market, at least now, Brock Purdy as the next Joe Montana. He kind of looks like Joe. This hair is the similar color, the eyes. I mean, he's, you know, he's scrappy. He doesn't have a strong arm, but he's a gamer and he's got poise and he's, you know, confident. I mean, you you could do all that right now. And it's like, to your point, I do think a large section of the season ticket holders want the next Joe Montana. Not just the next franchise quarterback, the next Joe Montana. Yeah. And he's. Yes. He's, you saw that footage of him the other day at the Giants game and all the fans are cheering. He gets up and, you know, waves at everybody. It's like that's kind of the the thing they want. And he just he, his face. You know, you look at that picture of John and Jed and Kyle and that one that was just up with John's Yorks wearing that terrible toupee. <laughs> but they they all look a certain way. It's like it's a yeah. frat thing that the frat yeah. thing is real. And correct. I, I think they're I'm not saying that there's any racism per se. I just think they care about the face of the franchise having a certain marketability. Well, remember real quick, remember where the franchise was when they took over. Who oh, was yeah. the face of the franchise when they took over? Well, I mean you had Colin Kaepernick. Oh, you mean these I thought I was thinking about back. This was the this was the franchise that started the kneeling. Yes, exactly. The, it, it was the face of that. Yep. Then they then they came in. And now, nothing like that anymore. Nothing like that anymore. They got rid of Colin right away. I mean, one of the stupid, a a decision that really made me worried about this regime was when they actually decided to bring in Brian five interceptions in the first half, Hoyer, Hoyer. playoff game. I thought that performance back, a lot of people don't remember when he played for the Texans, when he threw five interceptions and a half against the Chiefs in a playoff game. It was like the worst playoff performance I'd ever seen. So when they replaced Kaepernick with him, I was like, I couldn't believe it. I, I still I don't understand why they did that. But real quick, real quick, Marcus, you're next. Like, two minute warning. Pull over, Marcus. Yeah. You're next. Pull over. Two minute warning. Sorry, John. Keep going. It was just optics. Everything about yeah. works. I think, especially then, and I think even with Harbaugh to a point, the optics kind of crept into. And, and I, I have a feeling Harbaugh probably kind of called him out on it behind the scenes. He seems like the kind of guy that would have been like, F your optics, dude. You know yeah. what I mean? And, yeah, because uh, Harbaugh only cares about winning, and he re- I don't think he cares what anyone thinks of him. I think so. Look at how he dresses. He won a championship because I think he's actually a pretty badass coach. But, 
he probably will eventually, but it's just the whole, the whole thing kind of stinks the way it's played out. And I think there's just a lot of factors that people don't realize that, that behind the scenes that factor into why Trey might get traded because it's, you're right. If they trade him, it's the worst trade in history, in my opinion, as well. And then if he goes on to be great, it even exponentiates that times like 10. I mean, you what, what, what can you say, you know? And I think what's interesting is you look at the Eagles again. Like, the Eagles have, um, for decades, embraced black quarterbacks. Embraced them. From Randall Cunningham to Donovan McNabb to Michael Vick to now um, Jalen Hurts. And, you know, Jalen Hurts was controversial. People thought when he came out, they were like, are you going to change positions? He was a second-round pick. And they were like, no, this is our guy. He's a franchise quarterback. And the team is also very African-American. They rallied around him. They were like, I don't care how he's playing. We believe in him. We believe in him. And they, they spoke it into existence. And I just feel like there's a there's a difference. There's a stark difference between that culture and this culture. I'm with you on that, John. Thank you very much. Hang out in Philly and, you know, you just hang out it's in different. the city. You know, yeah. it ain't, you know, San Francisco is very yeah. different. It's just, it ain't Philly, man. <laughs> it's not. John, great stuff. Best to you. Take care, dude. See you. To you too. Marcus, last call of the day. Let's take it home, baby. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What it do, Grant? How you doing? What it do, Marcus? How you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, I thought I was going to have the first phone phone call from a car wash a second ago. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, what you got? I wanted to start off by saying that I'm a firm believer that you could, with the roster the way it's constructed, you could pretty much plug any NFL quality quarterback in and probably get, make the playoffs, if not go deep into the playoffs. With this real quick, real quick. What you get is the number one defense in the league, the best group of weapons, and the best left tackle. Now, you're going to get hurt because they don't protect you, but until then... Until then, your numbers are going to be phenomenal. Phenomenal. Look yeah. at Jimmy's numbers. Which, which lead, you just led me to my questions that I'm going to ask, that, that I would ask uh, Lynch. And it would start with, and I want to know, position by high position, who are your starting five offensive linemen? That would be hmm. my first. Yeah. As, as the yeah. roster is constructed today. And a follow-up with that, be to that, is how do you plan on bolstering this unit in the draft? And then, uh, and then my last question would be um, how do you plan on keeping your quarterback healthy throughout whoever that may be in the 2023 season? Because that's been our issue. The only year that we haven't kept a quarterback healthy, we actually went to the Super Bowl. That was correct. But 19 with, with Jimmy. So yep. it's a big deal. Uh, and the offensive line is, is a weak point, which is sad to say, especially with as good of a team as we have. Uh, and then depth this year, obviously, is, is lacking with, with how many people left the team. But yeah, yeah. Um, you know how many games Patrick Mahomes missed last year? Uh, zero. Zero. You know how many games missed the year before that? <laughs> zero. Zero. So yeah, I think that's fair. That should be the expectation. I don't understand how the Niners act like, hey, why are you get, why are you on our case for our quarterbacks getting hurt? Because it's just you. Yeah. It's you. Yeah. It ain't happening in other places. Four. One, two, three, Four. Four. Four <laughs> in one year. What? Yeah, that's a good. That's fair, man. I'm with you on that. So where are you? Where are you off to today, man? It seems like you got you got a, you got some place to go. Beautiful Southern California. Nah, I just got the the, the the Jeep cleaned, and now I'm gonna catch a lunch and and maybe head to the park and do some do some working out. So where are you at? Where are you at in uh, SoCal? I'm in Glendale, right by uh, okay. Dodger Stadium, pretty much Pasadena. Nice. I love that area. Over by uh, is that like close to Rosewell? Pretty much ten minutes. 
Yeah. Nice. Very nice. All right, okay. man. Well, enjoy yourself. Thanks for calling in. Absolutely, man. Have a good rest of your day. You too, man. Thank you very much, everyone. Tommy Hertz's McSlab 2.0. Yeah, minus like 40 pounds, maybe 20 pounds. He's in better shape than McNabb. I think he's better than McNabb. McNabb wasn't particularly accurate. Hold on. Let me, let me just look at McNabb was interesting. Donovan McNabb. Reed won a lot with him, but was he really that good? Okay. His career completion percentage was 59. I don't know. He threw 234 touchdowns and 117 picks. I don't know. Anyway, thanks for watching, guys. Uh, Warriors played an hour and a half. I'll do a little instant react after that. And, um, you know, starting Monday. Monday, uh, usually I have two shows. Ryan in the morning. I got to talk to Ryan because I got to be down in Santa Clara tomorrow. John Lynch talks at 12, and I'll be recording that. So stay tuned for that. I'm sure I'll be on with Larry in the afternoon. I'll have to talk to Ryan about how we're going to handle our, our show. So stay tuned. I'll be back.